The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. And we're live. What is up, peeps? How we doing? Welcome back to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Mr. Koopsik, what is up? Well, I'm ready to talk about some... Uh, well, I'm ready to read these paranormal ghost haunting stories that I've found. I want to get scared. I hope they're good. Um, they better be good. The sons of bitches. A lot Come of on. them are from Reddit and... Yeah. But still, they're interesting. I find them fascinating. We'll we'll, we'll read through through them and then uh, discuss them and do you, uh, see how do you we feel about on, them. Do you ever get on Reddit like often? On directly on Reddit, not yeah. not so much. I have in the past, not recently. I find myself like scrolling through Reddit stories and things like that all the time. I love it. I so you you still you're still going on Reddit. Yeah, I mean, right. it's, it's, I guess it's, I, it is a social, like, oh, social media site, but yeah, kind of, it's not the same. Not, not even really. a little bit, no. Like, for the most part, I'm just, like, reading different articles and things like that. And, of course, like, I mean, there's different, like, paranormal discussions and, I mean, UFO discussions, all sorts of shit. Yeah. It's really, really cool. You're still, you still have TikTok? No. No, you don't, oh, you don't go of, through that? No, I got rid of TikTok as well, yeah. All that fun shit. Yeah, I've been. I've never really taken too much time to scroll through Reddit. Um, yeah, well, I mean, depending on what you're looking for, or whatever. Like, there's some pretty cool shit on there. Oh, I'm sure there is. Um, uh, maybe we should make a ectoplasm show Reddit page. Ooh, that could be fun. That could be fun. You know what else we could do? And I thought about this. We could even go as far as you know doing a uh like a discord server i've never looked into that i don't know how that works but well, i'm more than happy do, to we figure could do that discord out. and we could then take like you know live quote unquote phone calls even though it's just live calls via uh discord we could do that Oh, okay yeah i mean it'd be something easy that we could do and we wouldn't have to plug in a phone we wouldn't have to do anything like that it would just quite literally just be like you and I are talking right now. It'd be kind of fun. Oh, yeah. We can figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be awesome. So without... First, because uh, we need to, we'll mention podbelly.com. Go to podbelly.com. They are our network. We are founding members of podbelly.com. You can find all kinds of great shows on there, including other network shows and a whole list of other shows. Yeah. And how-tos on how to do podcasts if you don't know how to do them. Yeah, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, podbelly.com is a great place to cruise to. To uh, I mean, just learn. Learn. Join the community. Talk with other like-minded individuals about how to get started. But before we get into these Reddit ones, do you have, like, so... 
without like naming teams or people or anything like that, what's some interesting things that you've heard people experience on their investigations lately? Because I'm sure that people tell you all the time kind of what happens to them. Yeah, but something that kind of stands out. You know, a lot of times that they they do. Um, you know, a couple different times, the same group, which I find interesting, the same group has been here. They have gone down to what's called like the shadow man hallway area mm -hmm. and they have experienced a female screaming, very audible, like audible screaming. And it's obviously not them screaming. It's something else, something disembodied. Right. And it's it's interesting to me because I have yet to hear of another team experiencing that. So in my brain, it's like, okay, why you? Why this group of, like, why this collective group, this team is experiencing the same thing in the same area, right? Yeah. And nobody else is. Hundreds of others, thousands, in fact, of other people have been in and out of this building. Why just that team? Why that experience? Why just there? Is it so then it's like, oh, my brain starts to entertain the idea is like, what if it is just a group dynamic of some sort that is eliciting a very specific response in mm -hmm. some way? I, I don't know, obviously, but it's fascinating to me. Like, why is that? So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I wonder if they did they catch it on recording or they just heard it. Uh Supposedly. The, the first time, <clears throat> excuse me, the first time that this happened, there were no recorders rolling, um, which they kicked themselves in the ass. Second time, sure. they said if it were to happen again, they wanted to capture it. So they had recorders going. So supposedly the second time that it did happen, they have this on recording. I have yet to hear this. Now, mm. they're also supposed to be checking in quite soon. Uh, so I am uh, anxiously awaiting their arrival because i want to hear this for myself i'm trying to um, think if i heard screaming and not maybe not even in that in the building overall at all ever I've, i mean i've heard screaming you know i've heard what would be described as a kid like a little girl specifically screaming mm -hmm. where in the building that actually came from i have no idea I know for a fact that I was sitting basically in this area of the building. So it wasn't from down there where they experienced the scream. Um, Cause I, there's no way I, I would hear that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So, so I don't know. that's one of the major ones that sticks out to me. So like if I heard a disembodied scream feet away from my, where I'm standing, that's noteworthy as hell. Like yeah. that's really, really cool. But again, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Hopefully I get to hear this soon. So I know that like the, like in research on the building itself and on the place, you know, there's been things that you found either not to be true or different than what you knew before. Is Inez Definitely. still a thing? Like, is that been proven? <clears throat> I, was there oh. some evidence that maybe she wasn't there? Oh, no, 100% definitively, I can tell you that Inez Gibson never died on this property. 100% okay. definitive. Uh, she did die across the street. That's where this did happen. Actually, not quite across the street. It's just catty corner um, where the doctor's office currently sits now is where their house sat at that okay. time. Um, I have no record of Inez Gibson ever actually being on this property, to be quite honest. Now, 
was she on this property? Most likely. Like this sure, is a very yeah. multi-purpose building. Um, however, like I, I can't definitively say yes or no, she was on this property. It is interesting to me that we would be experiencing a little girl spirit referring to herself as Inez Gibson. Yeah. I mean, so she's like seemingly choosing to be here. I don't know. Now, is that because like I mean, people bring gifts and toys? I mean, you've been in that room. It's, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's a mess, you know? So she's certainly receiving a lot of attention. Maybe that is uh, the the antecedent of all of that. Maybe. I don't know. Um, people are specifically going to that area of the building to ask for her, to contact her, and just to to hear from her. I don't know, man. It's it's weird. No, um, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I kind of remember from the beginning there was. It may have been the previous owner. There was a story of somebody witnessing her in a change form. I'm from not sure. through a window. Oh, we saw was... her with black black eyes or something change form into something bigger. I kind of remember that as a story, but I don't remember the details on it. I believe that was actually from my cousin Alex, who just lives two houses away, and there's a retaining wall over house of him and his wife were actually sitting on the wall just messing around but you could see inez's you know mm-hmm. her window yeah. from that retaining wall and they were standing there um and, t- and told that story i'm trying to remember specifics it's been a couple of years i find yeah. that super interesting like maybe very weird because maybe it, it's yeah, not it, inez or it's exactly something attached to her spirit like controlling her you know or or you know and it it, I've always wondered, is it something that that makes us want to think that we're addressing Inez Gibson, right? But maybe doesn't have the best of intentions. I don't know. But at the same time, nothing really malicious has happened to suggest that further. I mean, that's you know? true in a sense, but it's not 100% true because I know that there's been a couple people in that hallway, in the hallway that have yeah. had sort of possession slash weird negative yeah. experiences. And we've, yeah, I mean, we've had people walk out of there, out of that hallway specifically, I mean, with scratches, literally bite marks, mm-hmm. um, just weird, weird stuff um letters that have been scratched into people's backs i mean just weird shit um like one lady specifically was standing outside the captain's room and was being a little lippy now if i wasn't with her i I was there when this happened um but i had my eyes on on this on these people the entire time and she was like, oh, my God, Al, you know, freaking out. And she pulled up the back of her shirt and C-A-P-T had been scratched into her back. Wow. And, like, blood was literally running down from, like, it was disturbing. And so it was like. <laughs> now, is like, that something that one. the captain would do? It Was that his personality at the time? I don't know. See, everything that I've read on the captain, which there's not a lot out there, trust me, um, but everything that I've read is, I mean, he's a pretty cool cat, really. Um, But it does seem that he will get physical with people, but only when there's a fair 
amount of provocation with that. So it's like, are they asking for it? Or, you know, like me personally, I've never had an issue. I'm here every day, you know, but I'm also not going up there and trying to like piss him off yeah, or anything like that. I'm not actively trying to to piss anything off. You know, it's just, it, it's crazy to me. So I've I, never had a negative anything happen up there. I wonder if there's an overall spirit that is controlling the other or keeping them right. at bay not at bay but kind of running the place yeah absolutely and that's to me in my brain that would be like this entity that refers to himself itself what have you as number one which is interesting um so number one seems to be wherever he or it wants to be um it, it's interesting also to me because more to your point, like for an example, I've been in Gracie's room doing like a, not an EVP session. It is an EVP session. However, it was more like, oh, you're using a geoport. It's more real time, right? And you're having a conversation. You're asking questions, getting answers. And then the mood starts to shift. He's coming. He's coming. He's here flatline everything stops and then that is when this nasty negative sounding type gravelly gritty voice will then come in so more to your point is there something that is kind of running the show around here right i mean weird shit like that happens all the time in fact like even like then bringing him up will elicit weird shit to happen um well yeah and you're there right now i am sitting right here i'm literally um, the only person in the building there's yeah. another thing i was curious about if it's still yeah. happening i remember that the building would shake the literally would yes the building would shake does it still happen still still to this day will happen um no freaking idea what the hell but this literally happened um not today it was yesterday actually it was yesterday my brother was here i was not here um my brother was here. He was doing some work for me here in the studio. And he was up on a ladder. And um, weird shit was going on. He said that it shook so hard that it literally rattled the window that's here in the in the studio. Huh. Um, scared the shit out of him. You know, it really did. Scared the shit out of him. So, yeah, it, it's still certainly happening. One more thing before we get into these stories. Yeah. I also remember when Connor was staying there. Yeah. And when he was specifically in the room with the door closed at night, several times he would sound, hear that it, the place was being trashed, just like yes. things thrown around. Is that still something that people experience in there? So interestingly enough, yes, it is. And I have personally experienced this for myself. I was in the actual office. Um, and that's where he slept while he was that's there, where, right? Yep, that was mm -hmm. kind of like his makeshift bedroom or whatever. And I was in that room, and I was going over, like, I had locked the doors for the day, um, and I was going, uh, doing the tax crap um, at the end of the day, sure. um, you know, just for the business aspect of everything. And so I'm kind of, like, counting money, figuring, blah, 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 doing all that shit. And it sounded like this place had been, number one, broken into, but number two, like, just ransacked. 
specifically in what we call the lobby area, which is a very echoey type of room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounded like glass breaking, boards splitting, things like that. Like shit was getting broke. Nothing was at place. And I mean, nothing was out of place. It was the weirdest, like trippiest type of thing. Because then you're questioning yourself. Like, you know what you were hearing. But then it's like, okay, but obviously that didn't happen. So am I losing my mind? You know, am I, <laughs> I'm like cognitively declining right now, like real time. Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, Have you heard it reported to happen when more than just one person was there in that room? Like, yeah. has it happened in other parts with other people? We've had people that have been sleeping in that room while it was happening. Scared the shit out of them, you know? Yeah, but I guess what I mean is, is it always, it only happens when somebody by themselves is in that room? And it happened, or is it happened oh. in other places of the building or with more people in the building? Or is it only when there's one person staying in that room? Well, I mean, it has happened in other places of the building, specifically the attic. Um, there's a really cool video on YouTube uh, from our pals over at Paranormal Warehouse. And we were doing a live stream thing um, via their servers and all that stuff. And I believe if you go on YouTube and search like strange noises at Malvern Manor or something along those lines, it'll come up. And it's just a static shot of the attic. But it sounds like the place is being ripped apart. And literally you're watching it and, and nothing nothing is happening nothing is out of place nothing like that is happening um like sure there's a few like pieces of dust or, or orbs or what have you that are flying all over the place but no like other than that it's just a static shot and nothing would suggest that that building is being torn apart huh. but again nothing is out of place and i remember that day specifically because i was gone and my phone was blowing up like i was having a freaking telethon or something you know what i mean because it was like people are like what the hell man like what's going on is everything okay are you there i'm like no i'm at home you know what I mean? like what are you talking about it's mm. super bizarre man well yeah and i know that you've had times where the police called you because they were called right bro that was weird too so we did that one evening excuse me it was like the middle of the night 4 30 a.m i had woken up because i was going to go to the gym and i always wanted to hit the gym by 5 a.m right mm -hmm. so i had gotten up was walking downstairs and somebody is pounding on my door open the door it's the police officers now i know all the cops and i was like fuck like somebody died right um so i was like what's up and he's like I'm going to need the keys to Malvern Manor. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, is anybody in the building tonight? No. I do like, remember this story. Yeah. Now, yeah. Like, nobody's in the building. And yeah, like it was weird. He goes, we got a phone call from somebody. They said that they had taken hostages. They were doing drugs, taken hostages. He had killed one of them already. And I was like, you're telling me that there is a dead body and a hostage situation happening inside of Malvern Manor right now. He goes, I don't know. Because what I do know is that Mills County and Fremont County both have surrounded 
Malvern Manor. I need the keys. I'm like, here you go, dude. Like, <laughs> off you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very weird. They came in here, and thank God we got the cameras and stuff. So I was at the gym watching them raid, you know, Malvern Manor. Yeah. Uh, SWAT style. It was really fucking cool to watch. But nothing was out of place. Again, nothing was wrong. Now, there are a few rooms that have locks and stuff on them. Did they gain access yeah. to those to make sure, or did they just leave those as? They just left those um, alone. There are two rooms that um, would have locks on them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, nothing. Uh, those have just been rented out for storage space. You know what I mean? So they, yeah. they will open uh, enough that you would be able to see into the room and understand, like, nobody would be in there. Um but yeah, no, man. But they literally, yeah, they went through every single room behind every door, under every bed, uh, all that stuff. And obviously found nothing because then in my brain, I'm like, you know, if this was true, if something like this were happening, like we would be, we would have to be shut down for X amount of time, a month probably. Yeah. I mean, just for the investigation aspect of everything, you know, like good lord like i don't know man that was a weird scary time uh turns out yeah it was just some crank call from some internet you know number like a like a google voice type of number or whatever and they said that they couldn't trace it and i was like well i don't know how much effort you're actually putting into this because yes you can trace (laughs) this like you could absolutely um but they never did so i mean nothing ever you know Nothing ever bore fruit with that. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know, man. Weird shit. There was another thing, too. Oh, the bones you never got back. Yeah, the bones never, like, they never actually told us anything. And so I just stopped calling. So They're yeah. in the Smithsonian now. You know, that was funny because when we were talking about that last week, it, it crossed my mind. I was like, motherfuckers, you know what I mean? It was like, they're somewhere, you know, they're somewhere. And at the very least, it's like, shit, I would like to have them back if if we could. You know what I mean? If you're not going to do anything with them or or take this seriously in any way, um, basically trying to what? Save yourself, I don't know, time or effort or paperwork or what have you. I don't know. But God damn it. It's like, I would like to have them back because they were pretty interesting. You know, just looking at them. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Just weird shit. Well, let's get into some uh, Reddit stories. Let's do it. Let's do it. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. Hmm. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities making s'mores, having a few drinks, and telling stories. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling for help, neither group had children with them. Shit. But we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. (sighs) There was a field behind our campsite. And we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the middle of the field making the noises. Jesus. Fuck. 
We all agreed this thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was that we saw started backing off as we got closer and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear the little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. I would just pack Jesus up and leave. Christ. Like, yeah, get out of there. What are if you you're doing? Seeing this thing. Oh, yeah, no, man. I'd be done. Done. I'd be like, yeah, let's just uh, call this a wash. What do you say? So if you've had a few too many to drink, have the fucking people making s'mores drive. Like. <laughs> You wouldn't be able to sleep anyway, so what's the point oh of being there? Like, no, fuck that. You just down the bottle and pass out and hope this thing doesn't. You don't wake up with this thing in your tent. I'm going to drink until I can't feel feelings. Okay, <laughs> man, man, uh, that is absolutely crazy. I could picture that though. Like, I could too. That's kind of like, glowing Jesus. out there in the field, <laughs> and, like making little kid or goat noises or fuck whatever. That. No. To hell with that. <clears throat> All right. I got one here. I got one All here. Right. The boy, the boy with no eyes. Oh, um, nice. I don't know. We're gonna find out here. It says one night when I was 10, I was woken up by my bedroom door opening, followed by somebody sitting on my bed. Um, let's see here. I felt my leg grazed and the bed sink under a person's weight. It's just my mom, I thought. I opened my eyes. It was not my mom. I found an eyeless boy. He had black, empty sockets, about my age, sitting at the foot of the bed. He extended his hand, uh, and in it was a little box. I was startled oh. but reached out. He pulled back. I reached again and said, give it. Then I blinked, and when I reopened my eyes, he was gone. But I could still see the imprint where he had sat on my bed. Fast forward then, five years. My girlfriend came over to do homework. After she finished, she took a nap while she waited for her parents. Yeah, that's what she was doing. Anyway, when they arrived, I tried waking her up. She opened her eyes suddenly, looking up at a corner where the wall met the ceiling. She pointed there and went back to sleep. I shook her again. She came to full consciousness, and I explained what she'd done. She looked haunted. Up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes. He was there in a Spider-Man pose, staring at me. Oh, I freaked God. out. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I freaked out, told her my story about the same kid. Fast forward yet another five years. I was with the same girlfriend. We had a two-year-old living in my parents' house in my old room. My daughter, my daughter started waking up at the same time every night, and she'd talk. After a while, I noticed uh, she had almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her once whom she was talking to. She said, it's a little boy. He's nice. Or he's nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. My daughter's nightly conversations continued until we got our own place later that year. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I mean, cool, but cre like. Creepy that... as shit. A Spider-Man pose? F that. I mean, like, On the fucking eh. ceiling. <laughs> On the fucking ceiling. I'm gone. I'm gone. Later. I mean, I mean, that's after the fact you saw uh, he doesn't have any eyes and he tried to give you a present already. And Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Woo. no, thanks. All right. We were driving my friend's really old beat up Subaru through a massive graveyard. 
We stopped and walked down a hill and came across a little pond. Hmm. There was someone sitting on a rock on the other side of the pond. The figure was all black, and we couldn't make out any features other than the fact it looked like a man who was wearing some old-style top hat. Get the fuck out of there. (laughs) We leave now. (laughs) We stupidly waved and shouted, hi. Hey, man. He didn't. This I guess this doesn't say if it's night or not, but it says that. No. Anyways, um, uh. he didn't show any acknowledgement and continued sitting on the rock. All of a sudden, he jumped to his feet, started running to us on the water. No. And then vanished into thin air Get about halfway out of the pond. Get the fuck out of there. Oh my God. <laughs> they ran like hell. Tell me they ran. Uh, like yeah, hell. it says my friends and I scream and ran back to the car. Uh, the car wouldn't start. And we heard something banging on the back of the car. God damn. It wasn't a constant bang, but every few seconds or so we'd hear it. Uh, Nobody was outside from what we could see in the dark, so it wasn't night. Mm. But something was making a noise on the car. I opened my phone and started dialing my mom to come give us a boost. But I had no service. None of us had any service. The next 30 minutes were spent trying to get the car started. No banging was heard afterwards, but we felt this heavy pressure around us. So, yeah, then they got the car started and they got out of there. But, yeah, ran across the water. (laughs) Get the fuck out. Ugh. I don't know, man. If I see something like that, like running at me, well, yeah, you, you run. That's what you, you just do. get the fuck out. Yes, in your freshly beshitted pants, get out of there. Yikes, man! What is this? Lost Colony of Roanoke. I think we know about that. No thanks. What is this? No. Oh, I'll read another one while you're looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After my parents divorced when I was a teenager, I lived with my mother. I experienced lots of paranormal happenings. Several times when I was reading in my bed, the room would start to feel icy. Next, it would feel as if something had hated me or that hated me was staring at me. When I got that feeling, I would leave the room and come back an hour later. Sometimes during the day, I would see a shadow figure sneaking along my bedroom walls. Hmm. Uh, something in the flat was pretending to be my dog. I went into my room and heard a deep growl from under the bed. My dog wasn't capable of making a noise that deep. It sounded like either a really big dog or a man doing his best dog impersonation. (laughs) Jesus. Other times my dog would whimper and pace in the room next to mine, but wouldn't come when called as if he was afraid of something in the hallway. Oh. That was titled, My Mother Attracted Evil. That's hot. That's hot. My Mother Attracted Evil. (laughs) Oh, my God. What do we got here? It says... My neighbor Diane and I had a playful poltergeist for years, and we called it Billy. Huh. So I'm guessing, like, <clears throat> whoever this person is and Diane, they live next door to one another, and they both had weird paranormal activity. Okay. 
Um, let's see. I'd come home and find something put in a weird place. Milk in the cupboard, toilet paper in the fridge, laundry detergent in the bathtub. Uh, Diane once called to ask if Billy had been around because she couldn't find a gallon of milk. We finally found it outside on her back steps. And sugar, darn sugar. Every morning, my sugar bowl was empty. When I'd had enough, I would point to Diane's home and yell, go see Diane. Within five minutes, I'd get a call from her. Thanks a lot, she'd say. He'd gone and pulled shenanigans at her place. This occurred for the entire two years we lived there. No one believed us, not even our husbands. My mother thought someone was stealing from us when we were sleeping or out of the house. My sister believed something was going on, but didn't know what. I still can't explain any of that. That's kind of fun. Yeah. That's not scary at all. That's kind of fun. God damn, Billy. Billy, 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 Billy. Hmm. Ooh. There's one. Uh, when I was 16 years old, I encountered something that still bugs me to this day. I woke up around 6 a.m. on a normal weekday and went downstairs to get ready for school. No one else in my family had woken up at this point. I got in the shower, still sleepy, and could barely hold my eyes open. After a few minutes of showering, someone tried to get it. To get in. Oh, okay. I was like, get it. Uh, it says get it, but I'm guessing it meant get in. And I told whoever it was that I was in the shower. The person then proceeded to aggressively open the door. Damn. I saw the door handle going up and down like crazy. They knocked on the door harder and harder, and then it suddenly stopped. Didn't think that much about it, but when I got out of the shower, I realized that nobody was up yet. Oh. I proceeded with eating breakfast, and after a while, my dad came downstairs, so I asked him Mm -hmm. if he... Knew who wanted to use the bathroom. He said, no, that both my mom and younger brother were still asleep. Shit. Okay. That's kind of scary. Jesus. Oh, my God. What do we got here? Um, This says, the ghost of Frederick Jordan. I don't think I'm familiar with this. This real-life ghost story concerns a man named Frederick Jordan who held one of the most lonely and desolate jobs in existence. Jordan was the lighthouse keeper for Penfield Reef Lighthouse off the coast of Fairfield, Connecticut. Built in 1874, the lighthouse was primarily a way of warning ships of a treacherous hidden reef responsible for more than its fair share of harbor accidents. Uh, 1916, Frederick Jordan was the head lighthouse keeper. Tragically, he drowned in a boating accident just before Christmas of that year uh, when he was caught in a gale while rowing home to see his family. Damn. Um, Ever since then, lighting and equipment malfunctions in the lighthouse have been blamed on Jordan's spiritual presence. But even more chilling is that keepers of the Penfield region Lighthouse often find the lighthouse logbook open to the day Jordan died. And locals have recounted witnessing uh, an undefinable figure appearing on the water to help stray boats find their way to safety near the reef. Damn. That's kind of cool. Yeah. The logbook stuff is interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, because it, it wouldn't just be the wind flipping it open. No, I don't think so. I mean, a very specific date on the calendar. Interesting. Huh. Well, that's pretty cool. Jesus Christ. Here's one that's uh, <clears throat> one that I think every parent has worried about happening in a way. Oh, fuck. Um, while babysitting his niece, he drifted off while studying and watching her from the baby camera monitor. He oh, was awakened by the sound of whispering coming from the baby monitor. God damn it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, immediately noticed uh, the video on the monitor showed a dark figure in the corner of his niece's room near her crib. They're like, well, it's been a good run. I got to go. <laughs> I got to take off. Yeah, you're on your own in there. Later. <laughs> uh, I Quote, I had never felt more terrified in my entire life he ran into his oh. niece's room and didn't see the shadow figure but grabbed her and ran back into the living room yeah um when his brother returned he asked that not he not to tell his wife and confirmed that he had also seen the same shadow figure and heard the whispers near the crib what? well move your fucking kid like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they continued to live in that Damn. house for another four years, despite the fact that the little girl frequently talked about her special friend. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. like Special friend, my ass. Get the, get Ugh. that ki get your kid out of that room. Just get out of the house. Sell that shit. Oh, my God. What does it say? The ghost of the hanged man. One theme that many ghost stories have in common is that they offer a sense of justice in return for a wrongful death. This particular ghost story, however, offers a somewhat different take. Oh, boy. It's about a wrongful treatment, um, about wrongful treatment in death and revenge in the afterlife. Well, that's kind of sexy. October 13th, um, <clears throat> that's today. Yeah. On, on October 13th, 1877. Robert Schmail was hanged after a trial that found him guilty of a terrifying and inexplicable murder spree. Uh, the townspeople uh, were filled with so much anger and hatred that they left his body hanged for days. Jesus. The tale says that not one of the townspeople demonstrated even a shred of remorse, let alone forgiveness. Since then, Schmail has been said to haunt the town. Those who have seen him say he appears as a ghostly male figure, but as soon as the figure registers in your mind, it disappears somewhat maddeningly into the darkness. That's all they wrote. Damn it. I want to know more about this. That's today's date. Yeah, that's Jesus odd. Christ. I don't want to talk anymore. No more, no more stories. Jesus. I had some <laughs> joking. God fucked up man <laughs> i so over the weekend i went on a midnight full moon hike mm. i realized that the last time i had done this was four years before and it was today it was october 13th on a friday the 13th oh it's sexy it was a full moon yeah. but i did i did so i did have a, something slightly concerning happen out there um it was so this was sunday night and it was at the tall grass prairie national preserve which is a national preserve so it's 
you know, public land open all night long. And there are buffalo out there, but if you know what you're doing, you'll be fine. But I I got there about 10 p.m. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go uh, by myself on a hike. And with the full moon and no clouds, you can clearly see everything. Like, you don't need a flashlight. Yeah. So I parked my car. And I actually walked a little bit down a road to bypass the pasture that the buffalo were in. Smart. And and then got into the prairie. And about a half a mile in, I hear this roar. What? Scre- like Kind of like a roar slash growl slash scream. I'd be done. Come from the woods in the direction that I had come from. Fuck that. So I saw like, and it wasn't like, I didn't feel like overly intimidated or scared. I, I don't know what it was. There were coyotes out there, but it definitely wasn't the sound of coyote. Right. There were dogs barking off in the distance, but this was not a dog growling or barking or and it wasn't any animal like there's no bear in that area this sounded like kind of like a roar and it sounded to me like what bigfoot would sound like roaring i would have shit in my pants i just ran you I, just what you kept i going. just kept going yeah you just i mean so going. one Jesus. if it was some bigfoot creature i would have to walk exactly back where it came from to go back to my car at that time oh yeah fuck that no you don't want to go towards it so i just went on with my hike which i at the end of the hike i went back through that area and didn't have anything happen terrible um yeah so i and the where where it would have been would have been outside of the prairie like it was on the other side of the fence in some trees wow so i I may have uh heard you know the big guy it might have been dude that's insane but I hiked the whole night for three hours plus did seven hours, seven miles, seven and a half miles, something like that. Didn't see another yeah. single person. That is insane. Entire time out there. It's a oh great experience. God. I would suggest people go do that if they can. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I might pass. That's fucking nuts though. Um, This one here is called the little hands. Nice. That's oh, fun. We got a, donald trump story here i'm joking um it says i never See, I lived... went to deadpool in my head oh there. okay yeah okay <laughs> i never lived in a haunted house but my mother did as a teen um other houses on her street had strange things going on too a few homes away from her lived a family <laughs> one night the daughter went to bed with a bad headache the next day she was dead uh, she passed away from an aneurysm. God damn. After her funeral, the family went away to get their minds off the tragedy, and the father asked my uncle, my mom's brother, to check on their pets. My mom and dad, who were dating at the time, went with him. My mother had heard that there was a grand piano, and she wanted to play it. Uh, my dad was studying to be a veterinarian. After entering the house... My uncle and father headed to the basement to see uh, the animals, and my mother went to the piano on the ground floor. She was playing it when she felt something brush her ankles. She thought a cat must have left the basement and walked past her. She kept playing, and then she felt it again. 
She looked under the piano and saw nothing. When she started again, she felt hands clasp her legs tightly. Mm. She dashed to the basement door, called my uncle and father, and waited for them. Uh, Back outside, my uncle could tell my mom was rattled and asked what was wrong. She told him what had happened, and he turned white. He told her the daughter who had died used to play a game with her father. When he played the piano, she'd crawl underneath, grab his ankles, and push his feet up and down on the pedals. That's fucking cool. That's cool. (laughs) Okay. Wow. I mean, it's cool and all, unless it happens to you. And then it's cool, but in the moment, in the moment, it might not be so cool. That's fair. Oh my God, man. That's great. great. There's just, there's just, and like we've talked about it several times on the show. It, that's like scary little kids is something that just terrifies my wife. But I have to admit, it is like the thought of an evil demon baby, you know, kid is is one of the scariest things out there. Definitely. And not that this ghost or whatever is evil. But it's like it's super fucking unnerving the fact that it's a kid yeah, rather than kid, an though. adult. Like, yeah. Like it's still a kid. And that's just weird. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Let's see. This one's titled The Demon's Room. Ooh. I worked as a forensic nurse in a hospital lockup unit. We had one older lady who swore she was being haunted and abused by a demon she would call Tiberius. Damn. So many crazy things happened while she was on our unit. We'd go to, into her room, do normal care, leave, and second later, seconds later she'd start screaming bloody murder. We'd run into the room to find her looking like she'd been in a fight with a boxing champ bloody lip black eye markings all over her body wow no one ever yeah no one ever saw her doing this stuff to herself Mm -hmm. things would get moved around the room by themselves at one point she was in protective restraints because the doctor thought she was hurting herself naturally yeah there was no way she could have moved or done anything to herself while these restraints while in these restraints but new marks would appear what on her trach oh wait would appear would always appear on her cart or tray which is across the room so there were marks like things happening to other parts of her room yeah definitely well she was was how she doing that yeah it says the room was secure so there was no way someone else was doing this we when we asked her questions she would just say it was tiberius damn man uh after she was discharged we always had trouble with that room if there was going to be a rapid response or code it happened in that room one night a guard reported lights blinking on and off in that room that is nuts though so is that like there i mean there's always that trope of a part of a hospital or a part of a prison or or something like that that's been locked up and unused for years and years yeah. or something like so is that like is that what's going to happen to this room like is that possibly that uh, adds validity to those stories of those rooms they're just bad rooms yeah they're just like yeah nobody else can be admitted into that room specifically um kind of in the healthcare field here 
Um, the ambulance company that I used to work for had a haunted ambulance rig 12. Uh, a lot of EMTs had stories about it, but I never put much stock into paranormal stuff. That is until I had my own experience with rig 12. Uh, my partner and I were working in a rural community at 3 a.m. And it was pitch dark and completely quiet. We were both dozing. I was in the driver's seat and she was in the passenger's seat. I woke up to a muffled voice, but I thought my partner was talking. I told her I was trying to sleep and close my eyes. I distinctly heard a male voice say, Oh my God, am I dying? Followed by a few seconds of heavy breathing. My partner and I sat up straight and looked back into the patient compartment where it sounded like the voice had come from. Uh, things for Things were quiet for a couple of seconds. Then we heard the click of an oxygen bottle regulator and a hiss as if it was leaking. I turned on the lights and we ran out of the rig. I thought it was, I thought a transient might have climbed in while we were asleep. So we opened the rear doors. No one was there. I checked the oxygen bottles. Neither was opened. We didn't sleep much after that. <laughs> Interesting shit. Well, yeah, if you're that experienced ah. in something like that, you know exactly what those sounds are. Yeah, absolutely, of course. And they don't move on their own. That's nah, weird, man. Weird stuff. I'm out of stories. Well, I got one more here, and okay. then we'll okay. uh, we'll uh, get on to the next whatever. Okay. I was driving across country with my mom and sister. I was 16, and my sister was 20. It was late. But there were well, or but we were well rested and still alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break. Yeah. So we stopped by the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as well as a small gray car parked at the pump in front of us with two young men standing still outside of it. Okay. When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and had never been afraid until then. Weird. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and they couldn't get the pump to work and they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us, and the two men had not moved at all, not what an inch. Fuck? Okay. They weren't talking. They okay. weren't on phones. They were just standing there still as stone. My sister and mom came running back out, of the, out to the car, and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us. While what? not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies. So just oh, their heads. Jesus, turned. God. <laughs> and I swear to fucking shit, we were, we all saw the same thing. They had mm -hmm. eyes dark as pitch and empty. No. Truly empty, not black, not reflecting mm -hmm. any light at all, just a void. Damn. We sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience, we couldn't find the place on any map. We what? knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look, and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any maps we had or any paper maps we had. Weird. We even asked locals about the creepy gas station on the stretch of road and got only confused looks. 
We've traveled on that interstate since, and there is no rest stop there. What the fuck? Dude, that's nuts. Oh, my God. To me, that almost seems like a screen memory UFO thing. That's so weird. Potentially. Yeah. Like, if if there had been a truck stop there at some point, the locals might still know about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's damn. That is insane. Well, at least they got out of there, I guess. Yeah. Like, duh. I don't know, man. I'd freak out. I would freak out. You would? You would really freak out? I'd be done. I'd be done. I would be done. But yeah. Now. We want to hear from you. We still want to hear some of your stories, guys. 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Send us a text. Uh, anything. We want to hear from you. Get you on the show. Um, and, yeah, all that fun stuff. But, yeah, uh, Kubsik. anything else for the good peeps before we go? Oh, I thought our website was down, but it's not. Oh. Go to ectoplasmshow.com. You can find links to all of that stuff and how to send us. I even have a link or a button at the top of our website, which I I just remembered is a 90s-themed website. It's still pretty cool. I love it. You can click on there, and it's the button says, tell us your story. Oh, yeah. So you click on there, and then it just has a field to leave us comments. It does say that you you know it does require you to put a name in an email, but if you really don't want us to know, just put in fake things there. Yeah. It's really just to cut down on spam stuff. That makes sense. So hell go yeah. to, and uh we also still have uh our threadless store out there. Definitely. With uh all kinds of cool ectoplasm show stuff. You can get the you know the he did me from behind, which felt great. Gift, uh, you know, cards like paper, paper, um, like birthday cards. Yeah, so hot. So you can write whatever you want inside and send it off to your friend. <laughs> we got the it's science bitches. Ah, uh, I still rock that shirt. We, we still have the old ass hashtag ass Brian on there. I do remember that too. Yeah, without well, that came that from uh, we we had a run of news stories there that or stories that all had to do with a someone named Brian. Yeah, Nick, where's Brian? And then we have the lovely um, the ectoplasm shows hosted by aliens with uh, that that, that fun Giorgio. guy. Yeah, Giorgio. Giorgio. Yeah. So you could get all to that on our website and and then also our Patreon and the about page yeah, says yeah. a little bit about us. Um, I love it. It's sexy. If all you right. have any ideas of how to make our web retro website better, just let us know because I think I did a pretty good job yeah. on it. Um, uh, but we're going to add some more stuff to it. And as far as Patreon goes, we have some thoughts and ideas. I just don't want to put any of it out there until we yeah. know we're, we're doing it. So definitely, definitely. All we'll right. Be, we'll be back next week. I'm sure with, with some kind of episode. Definitely. We're All just right, focusing peeps. on consistency right now. 
Yes, exactly. But yeah, guys, we will uh, we will talk to you all soon. Peace out. Thank you.